0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ICF Rome online. And for those who will eventually be on campus, this is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale. And I'm excited for this season that is upon us. You know, we're celebrating Jesus. We're thankful for everything that he's done for your life even if you don't know it yet so as you enter into this service today i encourage you to lean into the worship to stand up if you can and praise your raise your hands and praise the lord because god is faithful he has a word for you today i am believing for a miracle in your life it's in motion you joined us online today and God has ordered your steps. God has a word for you. And as you lean into his presence, I know that your heart and your mind is going to be lifted, healed, restored, rejuvenated. I'm so thankful that you are joining with us today. It's so awesome. Happy New Year again, Bonanno. <laughs> Uh, So happy to see all of you that are new today. If you're here for university and you're going to be here for a semester or two or three, we welcome you. We have a lot of university students and faculty and administrators who come. We want you to be a part. We want you to jump in. If you're just visiting the city, thank you for putting ICF Rome on your stop and giving God priority today. I know that God has a word for each of us We are counting on his word. Amen. Come on, y'all. We're counting on his word. Amen. So many of you know that we always unveil our theme of the year. Last week, we shared our year-end video, which was full of praise and thanksgiving for all that God did. And our theme last year was, somebody help me living proof. So we walked out our living proof of following Jesus in this world. Amen. And this year we have come together and we have established that count on it. Say count on it. Count on it is our theme. And our verse for the year is from Psalm 135. It says, I am counting on the Lord. I am counting on him. I have put my hope In his word. I want you to hide this verse in your heart. If sickness comes your way, what are you going to say? I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on him. I have put my hope in his word. In case you don't know, Jeremiah 33, 6 is an awesome verse for healing. If you're facing a dilemma and you don't know which path to take. Put that back up in English for me real quick. You're going to say, I am counting On the Lord. Yes, I am counting on him. I'm putting my hope in his word to guide me. Amen. If you have a blessing in your life and you might be tempted to be kind of like, I'm all that now. I have done it. I want you to go back to that scripture and say, wait a minute. I'm counting on the Lord. I've put my hope in him. This is his victory in my life, not apart from him. Amen? I want you this year, as you look at the graphic, which is full of imagery. Let me say it again for those who weren't here last week. See, and we see Moses at the Red Sea. Because I want you to know there are times when the path needs to part and be clear, but the Lord was with him. There's so many things you could take from that one image. Moses was not at that crossroads alone. Amen? He had people around him that stood with him. We see in the O oh, that Jesus is healing the blind man. Because I want you to know today and all year long, you can count on the healer. Count on the healer. He will heal you. He will restore you. That you is where the middle, the word of God illuminates the darkness. The end is... David and Goliath, but he's holding up the sword, which also has another meaning, right? The word. The Bible says the sword is the word of God. It pierces, even uh, dividing the right from the left. It is the truth. And I want you to know God's plans don't supersede his word. It goes together. It doesn't contradict his word. You can look in his word from Genesis to Revelation and see a thread of continuity. Trust the Lord. Repent. Seek him and watch him do amazing things beyond what you could ask, think, or imagine. Amen? And T, we see Jesus in the storm, right? Because we will have some battles and some blessings. But I am not scared. How about you? For those of our guests, I'm from Texas. I got a little Tennessee in me. So sometimes I say, I ain't scared, y'all. I ain't backing up. Amen? Because Jesus is in us. Greater is he that's in you and me than he that's in the world. So when we say, I don't fear, it doesn't mean I don't. It means Jesus doesn't. If you have Jesus living inside of you, the Bible says we don't, he hasn't given us the spirit of fear. Amen? And so this morning, I say good morning again to our online campus. I want to encourage you for this year. um, We started with Prince sharing with us about the value of being at the feet of Jesus. In January, we do a week of prayer and fasting, not on the first week because so many people are traveling, so we pushed it back a little bit. Some of us have been praying and fasting and doing some special things since December 31st. But I'm asking you this week to sit at the feet of Jesus, away from the noise of the routine. Say routine. See, it's easy to be in your routine and say, I have a great prayer chair in my house. I love my prayer chair. My grandmother taught me about my prayer chair. I could sit there and just feel comfortable and feel the presence of God. But something happens, as Y'all said, when we give a sacrifice of time and place to be with other believers, to be in a place where we say, God, we are going to march around this city, this country, this world. And we are counting on his word to transform each of us. Amen. And so I challenge you. Y'all said it, but I'm saying it again. The church will be open every night, Monday through Friday, starting tomorrow. Say tomorrow. tomorrow. At 5 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll be here in the office as well. Mondays is usually our break day. But at 5 p.m., every day, the doors will be open. You can come in. You can find a place of prayer. And then from 7 to 8, 15, we will have a prayer service. And when we say we're going to corporately pray, we're going to be encouraged. We, many of you may have seen a video I made of um, what it means to be a part of this awakening. We are a part of literally hundreds and thousands of churches across the world in the Pentecostal Assemblies of God worldwide who our leadership has established that this week, whatever week we designated in January, we would have an awakening to the Lord and to his spirit. So they have given us a theme, a focus for each each night, for each day. And I want you to understand that as we do that, we are going to corporately pray. As we were praying in the prayer room like we always do, and for those who linger at 1135, we pray over here for second service. I felt like I could just envision somebody was needing prayer right that minute when we were over there. And I felt like it was like when, if you know scripture, you know that when Aaron and her, when they let down Moses' arms, when they didn't hold his arms up, the battle raged. But when they lifted up his arms, victory happened. And I felt that as we were praying. Maybe it was someone in this room. Maybe it's someone you know. We need to stand in the gap for one another. Amen? I can guarantee you, if you've been through some stuff. Anybody ever been through some stuff? Huh? Some, you're like, what stuff, Pastor Gene? Anybody ever, ever been through hard stuff? Let me see that. Everybody have any travel delay or issues? Let me see your hand. You ever had a lost suitcase? Da-da-da? Okay, yeah. There is, there is with God, he never loses our luggage. I may come to him with some baggage. He's not going to lose it. He's going to completely set it aside, repack it for me, where it is something that I am proud to carry. Amen. And so I'm telling you that this week is going to be dynamic. But I also want you to know, as your pastor, that when we march into the enemy's camp, when we come and to take new territory in prayer, in faith, in strength, he's going to push back. And it might look like something really big. It might look like just the strike of transportation on Tuesday. So you have to decide ahead of time, okay, how am I going to get around that? I'm not letting that stop me from coming into the house of prayer. I'm not letting that stop me. God has sacrificed so much for me. How could I not give him this first fruit of my time this year? It's been a little while since we came together for a whole week of prayer services because of COVID and delays and different things. But this year... I felt like the Lord was saying, don't do this online. We're going to do it. It's going to be online. You can join us on live stream, guys. You'll see the live stream link. I'm challenging you, if you live in this city, come to the campus. There is something that happens when we come into the presence of God. We're going to have worship. We're going to have exhortation and focus. We're going to pray corporately, and you're going to hold the arms of someone else in the spirit realm that you may not even know. And then we're going to have times of personal prayer. And by that, I mean you're going to have time where there's specific Music playing. There's specific scripture scrolling where you are just going to have moments to gather all over this building and pray. In fact, just to prepare you at the end of this service, I'm going to give us a little opportunity to put that in motion. I want you to feel what it feels like to move into the presence of God. I don't know about you, but there have been times when I've been praying and I just have to stand up. There have been times when I've been praying, I just have to turn the music up. There have been times when I've been praying and I have to be still. I hear the Lord say, turn it all off. Listen. It's hard to do that sometimes because the noise of this world is so loud. I know. We're going to show you the the year-end video again later on. So those of you that are just coming back and just getting plugged in can see all the fun ways you can be a part. I want the focus this week. To be on the word of God, the promises of God, the power of God, and the pathway of God. Amen? I was in Madrid this week being inspired myself for an outreach and a big event that we do called Inspire Italy in April. With my leaders and other leaders from around Europe. My my leader said, what are you praying for? I ask you today, what are you praying for? You know, I told you last week, when you pray specifically, don't just pray, God, heal me. Be specific. What do you want? What evidence, what symptom do you want to see go away? And when that symptom goes away, you suddenly have a realization, God healed me. God is healing me. Amen? I prayed that there would be a response from someone in my family that I knew they needed to just feel the love of God. And I got a response. I had a specific request, and I got a specific answer. So I ask you today, if you're taking notes, write it down. What am I praying for? When you come into the house this week, I hope you come in saying, I'm praying in unity with my church. I'm praying in unity with my family of faith. But when we break into that personal time, I want you to be able to say, this is what I'm giving you, God. When you go home, before you come, and when you go, like Yao said, if it's at breakfast or lunch, pray for that thing that you're wanting God to reveal to you. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to tell you what I'm praying for, what I felt like God was saying to me as pastor and leader and shepherd, because I want to equip you to walk outside there. I don't want you to count on me. I don't want you to count on leadership. I don't want you to count on worship. Come on. I want you to count on the word. I want you to count on the power of the Holy Spirit. And how will you do that unless you know him? You know, even the devil believes in Jesus. It's not enough to believe. I have to know him. I have to live for him. I have to choose to operate differently. Hear me. So what am I praying for? I'm praying for a holy confidence, not an arrogance. But a holy confidence to share your faith, my faith, our faith in Christ without fear. That means a lifestyle of sharing. We have two services. Praise God for all the people that fill these chairs. But there's empty chairs and they're there for a reason. Because you should be sharing your faith. You should be inviting someone. You might say, Pastor Jen, I've been trying. I've invited this one over and over. Don't stop. What if they finally come like not too long ago, someone, a colleague came and tears streamed down her face as she said, I never felt God like this before. So I'm asking God to give you and me a holy confidence, say confidence, to create a lifestyle of sharing our faith. You know what happens when you have that lifestyle? The Holy Spirit checks you when you start to act up. You know, sometimes people like drive a car and they have a Christian bumper sticker and they forget. They have a Christian bumper sticker and they act terrible in traffic. Y'all know I don't have any Christian bumper stickers on my car because sometimes I honk. Sometimes I do honk. But in Italy, they honk nicely. You know, it's a cute little honk like, hello, I'm here. Can you move your car over, please? Sometimes like, honk, move your car, you're about to hit me. A holy confidence to share your faith. You don't need to be afraid. I also want you to know, holy confidence does not have to be loud. A holy confidence could be you walk into that room, not in an arrogant way, in a holy, humble way that says, I'm just bringing Jesus to this room. I'm just bringing the peace of God to this room. How many, how many, I know many of you have shared with me that someone has said to you at work, how are you so calm when everything around us is so chaotic? And you've been given an opportunity to share your faith. I encourage you to think about those things. Ask the Holy Spirit when you're asked a question like that. You don't just say, well, I'm calm because I studied, I did my homework, I, you know, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. No, that the first thing that comes to your mind is, well, first I prayed today. I believe that God is helping me. That's how come I can have peace that supersedes the chaos, amen? The second thing I'm praying for is a deeper hunger for more of the Holy Spirit. And his word. I want you to have an appetite for more. Say more. More. A lot of people have said more in 24. That's awesome and easy to remember. But I I want you to want more of the Holy Spirit. You see, pride goes before the fall. And pride happens when we say, I have enough. I know better than what scripture says. We get arrogant. We get prideful. We get... And sometimes it comes across as as insecurity. But what it really is is saying, "I, I don't really want to do that. That's not my thing. I want you to know the power of the Holy Spirit transforms your life. Amen? Can you show me? If you're online, say it's happened to me. By a show of hands when the Holy Spirit revealed something to you. Let me see your hands. Look around. Look around. I want you to know the Holy Spirit reveals things. Some of you know my testimony. Maybe you don't all know. But I don't share this because I'm a minister or a missionary. I share it because it's personal. I felt the comfort of the Holy Spirit at 15 when my mother was killed by a drunk driver. And I could have been like other people, angry and bitter and walking away. God, how could you take her? I needed her but in his presence for me it was at a tent in a in a crusade i will never forget laying on sawdust on a floor of a tent outside and the holy spirit saturating me you see i want you to count on the holy spirit i know that you will face difficulty I know that you will face challenges to stay true to God in this world. But if you have the Holy Spirit, he will reveal truth to you. I want you to have an appetite for more. Thirdly, I'm praying for a persevering mindset. A stability of faith. See, the enemy will not stop coming after your faith until the day you stand at the eternity gate. And it will be heaven or hell, believe me. We live in a city where Paul wrote much of the Bible. We live in a city where Peter was and Luke's house is. It's real. It's true. But there must be a persevering mindset, a stability of faith. I'm not saying we're perfect because we're not. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But I know God who is perfect. I know the word which gives me truth when my mind starts to go this way. I open my heart to the Holy Spirit. So when you begin to say, I've done enough, I'm finished. I'm not doing that anymore. The Holy Spirit says, wait, I didn't give you that word. I gave you a word. And the Bible says, the call of God is not revoked. He does not withdraw it. He does not forget what he put into your life. That persevering mindset is what I'm praying for. So that you'll follow Christ. That you won't be swayed by culture or circumstance. And that you won't get your eyes on yourself. Because either you will be too self-sufficient... And we're supposed to be sufficient in Christ, amen? Or you'll be too insufficient and you won't do it. But if your eyes are on him, you will have a persevering spirit. I know many of your testimonies. I know you have that persevering spirit. I don't want you to get comfortable in it, though. It's when we come into his presence that he begins to strengthen us. And so today I have four points uh, I think it's 4 might be 5 but about his word okay I want you to know that the first thing is on his word he wants us to have more than inspiration I could read you all the great scriptures you know John 316 probably you know Psalm 23 the Lord is my shepherd some of you know Psalm 91 but I want you to know his word more than just to be inspired I want you to know his word to be on the potter's wheel, to be formed and fashioned and shaped in his image constantly. More than inspiration, his word brings us affiliation. I want you to affiliate. So if this is your church home while you're in Rome, you affiliate with ICF Rome. But I want you to know as a child of God, when you affiliate with the gospel of Jesus Christ the power of his word from Genesis to Revelation we learn it as we read it so if you're fasting a meal how many people have a cell phone raise your hand come on you have a cell phone you can have your Bible on that cell phone maybe you're gonna fast your cell phone maybe you're gonna put it aside then get your hardback paper Bible But affiliate yourself with the word of God. You learn it as you read it and you attach and bond to his love. I'm a little bit older. I got grandkids. But sometimes I feel like a baby when I'm reading the scripture again. And I read something in the New Testament, which I'm doing right now. And I have highlighted in my Bible app. And um, so I picked a different color this year. Because I'm like, oh, I already highlighted that. I've read that one several times. And then I'm like, wait, it says something different. I'm learning a different thing about his character right now. And I've changed the color of the highlight. So when I look back this year, I'll know God spoke that to me in January of 2024. The second thing I want you to have when you read his word, when you count on his word, is revelation. We understand it as we study it. There is a deeper understanding of why you follow Christ, how you follow Christ, and how we live out this abundant life that he promised. Ephesians 1, 17 through 19 says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better wisdom and revelation I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you will know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people amen and his incomparably great power for us who believe that power is the same as the mighty strength amen I want you to have wisdom say wisdom And revelation, wisdom, you know, a lot of people talk about wisdom and knowledge. Knowledge is you have the facts. Wisdom tells you when to act on the facts, right? Wisdom comes, but then revelation comes and says, you have those facts so that you can pray and intercede and be ready for the next station, the next season. Revelation says, oh, I heard those facts, but I understand what's happening in the spirit realm. Let me pray over that. Wisdom and revelation go hand in hand. The Bible says God inspired holy men and women to write the Bible. We want you to have wisdom and revelation. Why? So that you will know him better. When you have a great friend and the more you hang out, the more you enjoy each other's company, you know each other better. Then no matter what happens, you hold tight to that friendship, right? You should. If it's a good godly friendship. Amen. When we know Jesus better, then no matter what anybody says, no matter what politics say, no matter what countries say, no matter what the news says, I know him from the reading of his word and I understand I'm going to make Jesus famous. I'm going to focus on Jesus. Amen? The third thing I want you to have is application. Application. I want you to activate the principles in the Bible in your daily life. I want you to be willing to think differently. Type it in the chat. Think different. I'm thankful for our online family and for those who write me every week. And I bless you in the name of the Lord. And I know some of you are going to be able to join us in live stream across the seas. And you are praying and you are implementing that living proof, that count on it Vitality in your lives because you've written me and I thank you for that and I'm asking you here to think and act differently this year you see I know that God is no respecter of persons according to scripture and I also know by experience that he's the comforter, he's the healer, he's the redeemer, he's the restorer. I've witnessed it in my family. I've experienced it in my life. I've had DNA thinking changes even this week. Now, maybe not every time you come to God is a DNA change. But how many of you have ever said, I'm facing a battle? I'm facing a battle. hmm So this week, someone was praying over me, and I received it. It was so powerful, and they prayed, Lord, when she has the first, and they were talking about some, my husband passed away unexpectedly in 2021, so there's still a few first things, and that's kind of what she was referring to. If Pastor Jen has any other first, let her know that you're with me. But the minute she prayed that, something shifted in my spirit, and it wouldn't have happened if she hadn't prayed that. I was sitting in a chair like this saying, God, speak to me. And she said, God, let her know you'll be with her in the first. And I heard the Holy Spirit as loud as I'm talking to you right now in my head say, it's not my first. Think about it. Your first battle, your first sickness, your first failure, your first firing, your first I didn't get my exam. It's not God's first. He's been around for all eternity. Isn't that amazing? So I said, Lord, change the way I think about these things. It's not your first. It's not the first time there's a battle. It's not the first time there's an uncertainty. It's, I mean, he's like, I got this. I got this. I've been doing it for a few centuries and beyond infinity and beyond eternity and beyond. Isn't that awesome? I mean, if you were going to work at a place, wouldn't you want to work at a place where they had experience and what they were doing? Now, maybe you're creative and maybe you're in a new company. So you're trailblazing. But even that, don't you want somebody who knows what in the world they're talking about when you talk about your new stuff? Huh? God knows it all. So it's not his first. So I can activate that principle in my life. And here's what I want you to know. Philippians 4, 8 and 9 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, in case you don't know what to think about, whatever is true, true according to the word, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me put it into practice and say and and the God of peace will be with you. When we have that application in our lives peace comes because we do what God said. Maybe you're in turmoil but the words coming out of your mouth and the thoughts you're letting roll around in your head are not true they're not noble they're not of good report. And you're listening to negativity in your head. And the Lord is saying, put that aside. Think on the things that I have established for you. And you will know peace. Finally, manifestation. That there will be a demonstration of his word at work in every circumstance of our lives. It's easier, easier to apply in actuality when you know him intimately. Now... I stand here to say, yeah, I wish I could still talk to my mom. I loved her. She was amazing. She was very high-level government leader in the southern regions of the U.S., like six states. She was an amazing woman. My grandfather, my father, I'm very blessed in my family. I wish I had them. I wish they were here sometimes. But I'm so thankful That what they gave to me was the ability, like this image for this year says, don't count on me. You might not always have me. Count on the word. Don't count on the feeling. Count on the power of the Holy Spirit, because he will supersede any feeling that tries to bring you down. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Give a good praise to the Lord. It's easier when you give the power of the Holy Spirit, free access to show up in your life free access. I want the worship team to come. I want to say to you as they're coming and don't be distracted. Okay. Why the word of God? Because it transforms your life. He will be with you. He is for you. I want you to know that if you haven't figured it out yet, the words of people change with the wind. You're like, Oh, pastor Jim, Listen, the word of God does not change. It's a book that has survived translations for more than 2,000 years since Jesus came. It is the word, the holy inspired word of God. It doesn't change with the wind. The words of companies universities are often clouded by politics and personalities but the word of God stands firm you see he's not trying to get elected he's not trying to get promoted he is the king of kings and the lord of lords and when you trust in him it totally transforms your life somebody say amen Our God is already at the top. He is the king of kings. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. And here's why. I want you to know the word of God. I want you to press into the word this this week. His word doesn't change based on your circumstance. Please say amen. His word cannot be modified to accommodate worldly opinion. Amen. His word will not be modified to accommodate the winds of politics or the winds of culture. His word is a lamp and a light in this dark and angry world. I'm not trying to get his word to line up with culture. I'm trying to get the culture to line up with Jesus Christ. Amen his word brings clarity his word brings guidance his word brings peace somebody say amen his word brings adventure stand on your feet his word calls forth courage it's his word his word it's the bible the holy bible the written word of god his word is true his promises are true you want a word from god read the bible hear me, you don't need to go to another blog or another podcast. The best blog you'll read is that B-I-B-L-E. I'm not being old and outdated. I'm telling you, I love social media. We're on live stream. I love the way it connects me to my children and my grandchildren. I've been at basketball games that were happening in California while I was here. I love social media and technology. But when I need a word for my life, I'm not going to the one with the most popular following. I'm going to be a follower of Christ. I want you to know, yes, give God praise. Give God praise, come on, give him real praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hear me, you don't need another story. You need a savior. Some of us, maybe you spend too much time on movies. More time on movies than you do with the Messiah, and you wonder why you have messes. You're like Pastor Jim. Hear me. You know, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. You feel like you're in a mess? Then spend more time with the Messiah. You feel like you don't know what to do? Read Messiah's text message. Follow him and watch what he reveals to you. Psalm 119, 105 says, His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I want you to know His promises, His power, and His purposes. I want you to know His promises. Say promises. His power and His purposes. He will help you this year. He will help us this year. He will defeat the enemy this year, this day, this week in your life. But you have to remember these things affiliation, who you attach with matters. Revelation, let God speak to you in new ways. Ask Him. And you lift your hands right now like this. It's like an act of surrender, but it's also openness. And you just say in your own words, I'm asking. I'm asking, God. I, I need to know you differently. I need a revelation of what you want for my life and how you want to use me and flow to me and through me. I thank you, Lord, for every person in this room that has been called to be ambassadors in boardrooms and business offices and buses and cafes. But God, let us get our assignment at the feet of Jesus. Let us hear your guidance at the foot of the cross. Let us be empowered to get up and walk and do this life you've called us to do with the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us know that application means I will walk it out differently. I seek you for a manifestation of your power in our lives. Romans 4, 20 and 21 says, He did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith. And gave glory to God. Being fully persuaded. Say fully. Fully. Say it again. Fully. It means completely persuaded that God has the power to do what he promised. Why do you think the enemy comes in your thoughts and says, oh, cancer kills you. That one's too hard. Nothing is too hard for God. I've seen God heal cancer many times. Does God heal it on the earth every time? No, but he's sovereign and he's a healer. Don't you ever forget that he's a healer. Don't you ever stop asking. Don't you ever stop believing. Because as you walk it out, God is going to do something in your life where you put your hope in his word. I want you to begin to lift your voice for a minute. Father, I love you. If you're online, I want you to lift your voice. I want you to hold your hands up. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you. I want you to say, Lord, I'm going to sacrifice this week sacrifice of praise. Maybe I don't feel like praising today, but I'm going to give a sacrifice of praise because as I give that sacrifice, something burns up on the altar and the fire of the Holy Spirit begins to give me a new outlook for my life. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, 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 Jesus, I know that when we ask the Lord, he hears us. And every week we ask you, do you want to know Jesus in a different way? in a new way and I don't ever want to stand before God and have Him say but they were there in January 24 and you didn't ask them so right now with heads bowed and eyes closed but I want you to be courageous because the Bible says where two or three agree as touching anything it's done maybe you've been defeated maybe you don't know Jesus this way I would love the privilege to stand in the gap for you, to be praying for you. Y'all be down here after service and you can come and tell me your name. But right now with heads bowed and eyes closed for a moment, I want you to be honest and courageous enough to say, Pastor Jen, I need extra prayer to know Jesus. I do not know him the way I need to know him. I want Jesus to be in charge of my life in a new way. Now, I want you to lift your hand all over this room. Thank you. Thank you. All over this room. I see it. God sees it. Lift your hand because I'm going to pray with you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, you're you're touching hearts. Come on, don't be scared. It's just saying pray for me. It's just a prayer. What if I had $1,000? Would you raise your hand? This is worth so much more than that. Say, Pastor Jen, I need prayer. I need prayer. All over this room, I see it. I see it right now. We're going to pray together. I never underestimate the value of the prayers we pray together. So together, will you pray this prayer with me? I'm going to pray and you pray. Dear Lord Jesus, come on with your hands raised all over this room. Everybody, raise your hand. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to be in charge of my life. I want to know you in a deeper way. You in a I commit to follow Your word. I commit to follow Your word. Forgive me. Forgive me. Purify me. Purify me. Draw me closer. Draw me closer. I
1: closer. love You, Jesus.
0: I love You, Jesus. And from this day forward, from this day forward, I will seek You. I will seek You. In all I do, in all I, do. In all I, say. In all I say, I receive Your love. I receive Your love. In Jesus' name, in Jesus name. Amen. Can we give God praise? Hallelujah. Wow. The Lord is faithful to his children. As you have listened to the message today, I pray that you hear the Lord saying, I know you, I've called you by name, and I'm working on your behalf. I invite you right now to say this prayer with me, to make Jesus Lord over all. Maybe there's something in your life today that has caused you turmoil, that has put questions or doubts in your mind. You know, the Bible says he's as close as the mention of his name. In this season, we celebrate Jesus, the name that's above every other name. So pray this prayer with me right now and ask Jesus to help you. He's with you. You are not alone. I want to say it again. You are not alone. So Father, we thank you right now. I'm going to pray this prayer and you're going to pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life to take over every concern I have. Forgive me for those moments when I have doubted or don't trust Be the Lord over all. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I say yes to you. I'm all yours from this moment forward by the power of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to encourage you. If you have said this prayer, send me an email. Write us. Join us on campus when you get to Rome because I know that God has something for you and I know that you need to know you're not going to do life alone. I also feel very impressed today as I pray for you for the needs in your life. I know that during the, the winter months there's lots of different emotions that come about and I want you to know today the Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. He said his name is Emmanuel. God with us. And so today, I want to pray for your miracle. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would heal the broken heart, that you would restore the wounded mind, that you would be Jehovah Jireh for the one who has needs financially. God, you have shown us this year that we are the living proof that God is at work in us and through us. So right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, across the airwaves, we're Wherever you're watching from, I am praying right now for your miracle in motion. I want you to say, I believe. I believe that God is with you. I believe that God is for you. And I believe that he has brought you to this family of faith, not only online, but wherever you are that you would know. I have people who write me, and I'm praying right now that you'll be one of those ones who said I found new hope, new life, new purpose as I joined together in prayer with Pastor Jen and all of those at ICF Rome. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your online giving. I thank you that you are sowing seeds. You are sowing gratefulness to God for all that he's done and doing. This has been an amazing year of living proof and today as we think about we're getting ready to go into a new year before we know it. I want you to know God is with you. God is for you. You're not alone. Your miracle is in motion. I love you. We love you. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. So go out there, walk for him, shine for him, and believe that he's got a miracle for you.